0: Well, it's a great pleasure to welcome to What's Next Sabahat Kazi, who is the global head of ERM at Nihiland, who joins us all the way from Mumbai with a very interesting background and a man who reads a lot of books, which is very, very clear. Uh, Sabahat, it's great to have you with us and uh, welcome to What's Next. Before we start, can you just tell us a little bit about Nihiland? Who, who is Nihiland? And I hope I'm pronouncing you correctly.
1: Sure, okay. Thanks for having me. Uh, Aki, uh, it's a pleasure to be on the show. Uh, As far as uh, who we are is concerned, so we are a global consulting and services company. Uh, We use a human-centered approach to problem solving and change management. Uh, You'll see a lot of technology companies today, but I think one of the most important things to ensure that whatever product you're planning to implement, uh, whatever solution you're developing is developed from the user in mind, uh, from that perspective or from the consumer's perspective. So we do a lot of work around that space. Uh, We have a footprint spanning 16 locations across the globe, a team of 2,500 people. Uh, And again, uh, I've already talked about the uniqueness. It's the focus on the human side of technology. That's what we do. Uh, And if I were to break uh, humanizing uh, technology, I would say on the human side, there are a lot of things that we do. We have a lot of patents. Uh, For example, there's a patent called Policy D which is a design thinking framework for uh, product lifecycle management, for example. There's MCQ, which is a change management framework, and a lot of tools, for example, Emoscape, which is an emotional analytics platform. And Mm. we have been early movers in the design thinking space and now use it as a center of all our engagement that we have with our customers. On the technology side, we partner with the likes of SAP, Microsoft, AWS, Snowflake, among a host of others. And SAP itself is a very large practice uh, within New Zealand. Uh, We have worked with more than 250 customers, done pioneering work on SAP S4HANA, for example, SAP BTP, including delivering the first uh, S4HANA Cloud private edition implementation in the Asia Pacific, Japan region. And now we also have the first few rides with uh, SAP customers in the APJ region. That's amazing stuff.
0: Well, I mean, you know, it's interesting. You talk about the the human side of change. Um, Every organization that I've spoken to, any kind of change, it's not about the technology. It is the human side that is the biggest hurdle to any kind of change in any organization. And especially when you look at the backdrop of this massive digitization that's taking place globally, uh, working from home and how companies have had to adapt a lot of their systems, um, it's actually the, 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 the human side to changing the human mindset that is one of the biggest challenges. So congratulations on your S4, Hana on RISE. It's it's a first for SAP in the Asia Pacific and Japan Japan region. What what is RISE with SAP and how is the market looking at RISE with SAP, for example?
1: Yeah, thank you, Aki. I think uh, uh, this is a major achievement. Obviously, you do something which is the first in the market. Uh, There are challenges that you face. Uh, While we were able to implement this, there were a few minor hiccups. But now we are very comfortable with uh, the entire offering, uh, especially the uh, private edition of the S4 HANA cloud offering. Uh, coming to what is Rise with SAP, I think while it is launched only in Jan uh, of this year, uh, what SAP has done is they have actually changed the game. Uh, they were always known as an ERP company, uh, Aki. Uh, but uh, there, there are a whole lot of solutions uh, which SAP has been building. Um, over a period of time, and uh, these solutions were being adopted by the large enterprise customers. But what you did not find was that these solutions coming together as a bouquet being offered to customers, especially in the mid-market customers. But with Rise with SAP, SAP has brought together product. It's not just the S4HANA, which is going to be sold to the customers. It's also going to be the other offerings, Uh, the, the entire concept of having one contract to look after, not having to look after a contract for your infrastructure or for your licenses or for some other products, all of them being brought together under one head. So I think this is a very good offering uh, from a customer perspective. It gives them the roadmap to uh, become an intelligent enterprise. Again, uh, we have been hearing about the intelligent enterprise a lot, but now there is a roadmap. There's a very clear roadmap on how a customer can actually Uh, go on and become an uh, intelligent enterprise. So I think that's one change with the Rise with SAP offering. uh, Fantastic. fantastic. Uh, We, in fact, went live with one D2C customer uh, in as short as uh, four months' time uh, because their solution is there, because we have been following an approach which is a templatized approach. So it makes it easier for the customer to see what they're going to get. It's all Mm. uh, about Visivig, right? If you get to see something, it's easier for you to adopt to uh, uh, understand how the system is going to look in the future. Uh, so I, I think, I think uh, that's helping us uh, shorten the timeline to actually go live and become productive.
0: Well, I think that's very interesting. I mean, did you just say four
1: months? Absolutely. How How on earth did you manage,
0: to go, how, how on earth did you manage to go live in four months? <clears throat>
1: Yeah, I I think there is a background to it, Aki. We have all uh, been used to uh, thinking of SAP implementations as being long, uh, facing a lot of problems, not being easy to implement. But I think the times have also changed, Aki. The customers are no longer looking at building solutions from scratch. They are looking at adopting as much as possible. Uh, They are looking at templatized solutions. They are looking at accelerators where they get some ready processes, uh, ready functionality. And maybe they may want to tinker uh, with it, maybe build something on top of it. But they have a willingness to adopt, which earlier would not be there. And they would Mm. be more interested in building everything. So I think that's one change. And we have been pretty early adopters because uh, if you look at our experience, uh, we have worked with uh, more than 50, 60 customers just from the consumer goods industry, for example, uh, across FMCG, across consumer durables, across D2C now. So this has given us a lot of experience expertise, a lot of insights into what these customers actually want. And you work in one CPG industry uh, and you go to another CPG industry company, you'll find a lot of processes, a lot of requirements are quite similar. Uh, They're not very different. So you can use that knowledge. You can build, templatize it, keep it ready. Don't wait for going to a customer site on a project, deploying the solution, and uh, then asking the customer, what do you do? I mean, what are your processes? So, this templatized approach, I think, helps. So, we have uh, built these solutions, we have got them qualified. Uh, In fact, uh, uh, within South Africa itself, we have uh, out of, I think, 18 solutions which have been qualified by SAP, five of the solutions are from Nihilim. So, we have brought the success stories that we have done, uh, for example, in the APJ region, brought it now to uh, the South African region. So, I think that's one of the reasons why we are able to quickly implement and make a productive customer.
0: I think that's brilliant. It's, it's a formula. It's, it's like a, a recipe, like you're baking a cake. I mean, you know, th- this is how it's done and you've obviously got that template and I think it's, I mean, it's fantastic. Four months is, uh, is really unheard of in, in the industry at the moment. But How, how are you bringing uh, your packages and the success formula to South Africa? You touched on South Africa, you touched on some of the examples on those templates working in South Africa. How are you bringing this to South Africa?
1: Yeah, so uh, Nihiland itself is not new to South Africa. We have a big team uh, presence within South Africa. Yeah. In fact, uh, we started off in 2000 uh, with an investment from a large South African bank. So uh, the DNA itself has South Africa in it in, as a company. So right. obviously we were looking at why not replicate the success that we have uh, with these packages in South Africa as well. And uh, industries, if you look at, CPG industry, IMNC industry. I mean, these uh, the requirements are fairly common across regions. Uh, we have also taken this solution, for example, to Australia, and we find the requirements are primarily the same. It's only the statutory requirements or uh, uh, maybe something to do with the compliances that might be different, but broadly the requirements are similar. So we decided why not add that South African flavor to our solution to the template, get it qualified by SAP, and SAP was very happy seeing the solution because. Whatever they have been hearing from their customers in their conversation with prospects, uh, our solution could fit those requirements pretty well. So we got the solutions qualified and now uh, we have uh, lodged it within South Africa. Uh, We are already seeing some traction. There are conversations going on with prospects. Uh, Yeah, So we are ready to actually take this to the market. I
0: mean, South Africa has got many SAP ECC customers. Uh, there's no doubt about it. You know, how how can these customers become intelligent enterprises going forward?
1: Yeah, Aki, I, I think there are two approaches for ECC customers. But before we get on to the approach, I would like to address uh, something else, which is uh, the customers must realize that it is not the maintenance for ECC which is going to end. It's, it's not a technicality. On, on, on the basis of which you're going to move to maybe S4HANA, for example. Yes. Uh, what they have to look at is how has technology changed over this period? There are customers who are still using, we have a customer in South Africa who's using a version which was uh, implemented in 1998. I mean, you can imagine how old that would be. Yeah. Uh, look at our yeah. personal lives, the way we shop, the way we order food, the way we get entertained. Everything has changed in our personal lives, yet there are enterprises which are still using a system which was built in or uh, the version is as old as 1998. If not the version, it, uh, the kind of configuration that you have done is still pretty old. And there are so many emerging technologies, I can't even call them emerging because I see live cases on a day-to-day basis. Example, RPA, I mean, it, it, it used, people used to experiment with it at one point of time. Now it's become pretty mainstream Mm. so with so much of changes in that have happened in technology how can you still live with a system or uh, use it Uh, uh, your users will not like it your customers may not like it the kind of information that you may be getting out of it might be too old i mean one day old information is also old in today's world right we are living in a real-time life kind of an environment so i I think that's uh, uh, a very important thing to understand for customers They may want to uh, find uh, or work out a business case. We do help a lot of customers who are on ECC to build a business case for them to see where they are going to end up in uh, becoming an intelligent enterprise, for example. Mm. Uh, But from an approach perspective, there are two ways to do it. One is the brownfield approach, which is uh, you carry forward whatever you have. It's kind of a technical upgrade. You move to the next version. Uh, There are some benefits. You get the new user interface, for example. Uh, You get uh, speed uh, because it's based on HANA, for example. So there are some benefits, but uh, uh, typically many of these customers, you'll find the business model has changed. The org structure because of uh, mergers, acquisitions would have changed. So why not then re-implement on S4 HANA instead of uh, this called the greenfield approach? And we have been suggesting wherever in certain industries specifically, CPG is one example where I have been suggesting uh, That the customer should look at uh, going for a greenfield implementation because too many changes even the way you define your materials or your articles everything has changed and why continue with the older system so Mm -hmm. yeah these are the two approaches Uh, so uh, but the first step to becoming an intelligent enterprise i think is to adopt the digital core uh, which is s4 hana and then if you look at rise with sap there is a roadmap for customer they can take to become an intelligent enterprise now,
0: th- there's a lot of talk about SAP BTP as the innovation platform. Can you share how Nihiland is looking at uh, innovating for customers on BTA BTP, for example?
1: Yeah, uh, a very important development. Okay, in fact, uh, if you have uh, looked at SAP customers, uh, they have been innovating. It's not that uh, they have been very averse to it, but innovation was equal to customizing the system or it was equivalent to maybe adopting a third-party system, uh, loosely connecting it with SAP. But uh, SAP also realized this, uh, and they, one thing is the HANA, which came about, uh, which was creating that speed. Uh, you need not have batch operations, so that was one side. And the other side of innovation was they were separating the digital core from the innovation piece. Uh, One of the challenges for SAP customers is if they have done too much of customization in their core system, they can't upgrade easily to the next version. Right? Uh, There are challenges. Uh, You don't know what's going to be the impact. If I make a new change, uh, I know of customers who have a backlog of change requests uh, almost a year old. So you can imagine it takes a year before somebody can implement a new or even an innovative solution. So uh, very difficult in today's time where things change on a monthly basis, something new comes up. So this separation of digital code uh, from the innovation piece, uh, which is the SAP BTP platform, that's, that's that's actually the purpose. It's an innovation platform which SAP has come out with. So I think that has changed the game completely. And we being an early adopter to SAP BTP, we, by the way, won one of the first hackathons which was organized for partners on BTP. So we also saw a lot of value that, yes, our customers are facing in this issue. This is the pain, and this, is, this solution is going to uh, take that pain away. So we started making a lot of uh, IPs, a lot of solutions, a lot of accelerators on the business technology platform. In fact, uh, we have also got them listed on something called the SAP store, just like uh, you have the app store for your mobile. Same way SAP has set up an SAP store where a lot of partners, SAP themselves, have listed solutions. So it's a discovery platform. Any customer having a pain can just look up and see whether some ready solution is available or not. And we have listed two already. Another five are uh, going to be listed on that SAP store as well. There is one solution which we have developed for the cold chain, for example, to, to cover the entire transportation chain. It uses machine learning. Uh, it, it uses machine vision. It uses advanced analytics. All that is part of this solution. So I think that this uh, you, you'll see a massive increase in adoption, maybe one, two, three years down the line from SAP customers for BTP.
0: Very interesting. Now, you've got a very interesting uh, package called IntelliZoom. I'm hearing a lot about it. What exactly is tel- tel- IntelliZoom? Intel
1: and uh, tell me a little bit about it, please. Yeah, so obviously we are all talking about intelligent enterprise. We have been getting the solutions qualified, ConZoom for the consumer goods. There is InZoom for the industrial machinery component. And a lot of other technologies, for example, BTP. We thought, why not incorporate BTP along with S4HANA? Why not incorporate the SAP Analytics Cloud uh, in this package? And that's when we came up with the IntelliZoom package. Uh, We have seen that a lot of customers, for example, in the CPG industry, Uh, they are able to manage their internal processes, order to cash, procure to pay, but all that is inward looking, right? These are the processes my employees are doing on the system. Mm. But what about my uh, customers, for example? Can my customers log in the orders? Today, it's a very inefficient process because the customer creates an order in his system and then somebody at uh, my sales employee probably creates the same order as a sales order in my system. It's a duplication of work. Uh, There are errors also which come about. So we created a solution called iDeal, uh, which is for dealer management. So dealers can directly log in. It seamlessly connects with the S4 system. The order is created in one go. No chances of errors, nothing. If I want to cross-sell something, for example, uh, to the dealer, because there are a lot of promotional schemes which go on, uh, he's having visibility of those promotional schemes as well. So it's it's a win-win. Uh, he also, if the dealer also gets a full visibility of what's happening, whether the dispatches have happened to him or not, uh, what is the status of uh, the, maybe the, he has made a payment, you have received it or not, things like that. So yes. makes uh, the entire supply chain very smooth. I think that's the whole idea to create a concept of an intelligent, real-time supply chain. That's what IntelliZoom is all about. Uh, it also takes care of your employees, for example, uh, because, uh uh, while you are you take care of your processes your scenarios but what about your people uh, are you only limiting people to just processing their payroll or you or do you want to engage in them in a better way uh, mm-hmm. sap has a solution called success factors we have plugged it in all together uh, it's in fact the only solution uh, i don't know if something has changed yesterday but uh, till yesterday i can say this is the most comprehensive package available on uh, as a sap qualified uh, solution in the world today so yeah. covering everything your customers your internal processes through s4 your analytics as well as your employees and people
0: well, yeah. so that's that's the
1: core message of IntelliZoom.
0: Sabahat, sabhat where do you see this uh, going in the next 5 years i mean we if you look at since uh, the pandemic has started globally uh, there's been such an acceleration of digitization uh, happening globally. Businesses are re-looking at the way they're handling all of their processes as we've been talking and you've been highlighting. Where do you see the next five years going in this uh, in, in in the sphere and the backdrop of what we've been talking about?
1: Yeah, I think a uh, lot has already changed. It's no longer something that we are seeing into the future. We are already riding the future is what I will say, Aki. Uh, I mentioned about the business model change. If you, if you looked at digital transformation, what is it about? One yeah. of the core areas of digital transformation is change your business model. I have seen 800 companies create a different business model during the pandemic. It's a big number. 800 companies just creating a new business model, which is direct to consumer. They were earlier supplying through the distributors. Now they are supplying directly to consumer. Just one small change. Uh, RPA, I mean, a lot of people now say, oh, okay, fine, I don't have a person available today. What do I do? If I get an order from a customer, how do I process it? People are using RPA to convert that into an order system. Uh, from an inside perspective, uh, you don't uh, have the kind of atmosphere in the office. You are Most of the people are not even working from office mm. where you can uh, exchange a lot of information, uh, so people want to see the information in one place in a kind of a dashboard for their department so they know how the their department is doing or how the company is doing. So analytics again has uh, increased. So I see a lot of things happening. Uh, and one trend I would say is uh, kind of, uh, we call citizen data scientists, we call citizen developers. So I think a lot of business users are now going to create solutions for themselves going forward. And a lot of solutions coming up. There are low code, no code platforms, for example, which are coming up. Uh, I was reading uh, there are now solutions which are going to predict what if a programmer or a developer is typing out the code, it will will know, contextualize that this guy is trying to do this much. So automatically, maybe 10, 15 lines of code will get populated. So we are looking at a very different world uh, going forward, Aki. I think that's what I will say. Very difficult to predict. But the direction is uh, quite clear that uh, more of automation is going to come. Absolutely fascinating
0: and exciting and frightening at the same time. Sabhat Kazi, the global head of ERM at Nihiland, thank you for joining us on What's Next. We do appreciate your time.
1: Thank you, Aki, for having me.